be anointed, Lord. Yes. Pray for conviction, Lord. Yes. Expose everything that's not of God, Lord. Lord, I pray that we would be purified, oh God, and renewed, Lord. Have your way amongst us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
out a hand clap. I want to be a living sanctuary for Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Come on, Brother Preston. We'll turn your Bibles to Mark 12, 30. Amen. You know, I was praying for a message and really God was dealing me on how to, what I should be speaking about, what I'll be praying and uh, preaching about. And I start off on one thing and you know, you know how it goes sometimes the Holy Ghost speaks a whole number different route. I trickle down from one thing and then. I found this verse right here, and God said, the Holy Ghost said, no, we're going to preach on this one right here. Amen. If you will pray with me. Heavenly Father, I'm a desperate yes, man. I can do nothing on myself, oh Lord. I need that anointing from heaven, oh God. Yes. We can come down, oh Lord. Lord. Yes. Yes. power, Lord God. Breathe yes. on me, oh brother. Wind of Pentecost in my soul, yes. Lord God. To give me unction, Father. Preach your word. Lord, don't yes. let me get away with, without being convicted, oh God. I want this message yes. to be too. Lord God, in me. Yes. Bless this year, oh God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mark 12, 30. And Jesus said, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. You know, the Lord didn't, uh, Lord God didn't say love, love, love God with half your heart, some of your soul, a little bit of your mind, or whatever strength that you feel like putting forth. Amen. He goes. He, he gave his all for us on the cross. He deserves all of my life, not just some of it. That's yes, right. Amen. First Samuel 16, 17. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth, for man looketh on the outward, for the Lord looketh on the heart. You know, we can always uh, look and judge someone and be like, oh, they might look holy. This is, it might seem evidence, but let me tell you something. God looks on the heart. Right. First Kings 15, chapter 3. And he walked in all the sins of his father, which he had done before, before him, and his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God as the heart of his father David. Notice here that this king here had a good pedigree, but his heart was not right with God. That's right. That's right. who your daddy is or who it is. That's all. It can be you can have an evil heart yourself. That's right. Genesis 2, 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. God didn't put his soul in animals. That's why we're different from animals. He put his souls in us so we can relate to him. We have something apart. We have something from God that some animals that don't have. I mean, it grieves God whenever we act like animals and we're led by our generals to do something that will sin against him. Amen. God is not pleased with the flesh. If he was pleased with the flesh, he would have commanded everyone to be circumcised and said, this is, this is what righteousness is. But, amen, we can all remember how, and it is a seal of righteousness, no doubt about that. But, amen, the flesh kills, the flesh fades away. And, amen, Abraham was called righteous before the circumcision. Right, right. You can put a uh, you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig, right? Right. I mean, if somebody walks in here, you know, a girl can be a girl walking around up in here, wear a skirt on. I mean, I'm not going to say she's holy because of that. That's right. Yeah. Lipstick on a pig, still a pig. That's right. 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 
serve God with all your worship God with all your mind. And you think about this, and the Bible says, as a man thinks, so is he. But what do you think? What is on your mind? What is something that you meditate upon? What is something that gives all your that you give your care to? You think about this one time when you're dealing with offense. Can this thought worship God? Can this worship God? Is this worth my time? I was praying, and then I was thinking to myself, this is a whole other message that I got, and I believe God's been laid on my heart to do. You know, when David was leaving, whenever he was, you know, leaving out, you know, Absalom was, you know, basically taken over, and he was just exiting himself out of there. He had a man, I forgot his name, Mischievous, I forgot, somewhere that, you know, he was one of the descendants of Saul, and he was called, cursing David, calling him a bloody man. Shimei. Amen. What's that? Shimei. Shimei. Okay. David didn't have time to be sitting there getting offended about what that man said. That's right. Yeah. Good. Come on. Meditating on God's word is what is in our minds as well. Jesus has said, no servant above his master that persecute neither, to persecute you. And Jesus quoted the Bible all the time. Of course, he was the word of God and he was a part of the word. And yeah. the word came in flesh and dwelt amongst us. Right. And they rejected him. Yeah. And see, this right here, and we can't, how could we, as Christians, float through Christianity and not quote the Bible like Jesus did? We're not greater than Jesus. Right. Right. And then Paul's another example of a man that script that was of the scriptures and able to reason with them with the scriptures. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. It was like yesterday. I was sitting there talking to Sal the Muslim. Amen. One day I'm praying he's going to be called Sal the Christian. Amen. 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 It was a blessing yeah. to sit there and talk to him about the scriptures because you know he didn't know anything about Judaism. He just heard anything about you know Christianity. All he knew about Christianity was when he went to the public school over there in Franklin County, and every Thursday they gave out donuts for people to go listen to him. You know, for pastors. Friendship, man. I said, well, that's not what we're about. Thank you, Lord. Give you the word of God. Come on. Give something great. Amen. Amen. But I was sitting there reasoning him with the scripture, and I even referred back to Father Abraham, you know. And, man, it kind of perked up when you heard about Abraham. And, uh, but I said he was righteous before the circumcision. Amen. So the flesh, yeah, of course, it was a seal. But either way, I was saying, I told him that, you know, Jews, you know, the Jews, the Jewish man, what about a Jewish person? So a Jewish person is not saved. They just said that they're God's chosen people. Then they say no matter what. And I said, he that hath not the Son, hath not the Father. That doesn't have a single body. There's a mountain bush in him. You don't have the Son, you don't have the Father. That's right. That's right. Worship God with all your strength. Notice we worship God what we have. Everyone brings, everyone here brings something to the table. When we have a gift, we have a form of something that God has given us that we need to use our strength to worship him with. Some people have a shout, and it's very fine little details that I notice that people can give. They can have a shout, a hand clap, a prayer, something worshiping God that I can yes, hear, and that blesses me as well. Amen. And this is all the things that God told us to worship God with all your heart, your soul, your strength. Amen. David did cry to God and say, God, give me a new, create, create a new kingdom for me, Lord God. He didn't say, deal with all my circumstances, make everything better, Lord God. He said, God, create in me a clean heart. We all will. Create in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit. 
flesh cannot please God. He is of the flesh, not in the eye of the spirit. Amen. We're going to read the things of the flesh. We get the spirit. We read the things of the spirit. Amen. Very simple, really at the very root of it. Um, we can learn complicated truth, discuss theology. I'm not saying there's much far truth far greater than I can ever articulate or understand properly. I don't believe I'll probably ever completely understand some things in Christianity until I get to heaven. But at the very heart of Christianity, you know, what Christianity really is is surrendering all to right. Jesus and right. giving all to him. And that's not just a one-time thing. That has to happen continually. And, uh, you know, I was thinking as he was preaching that, you know, we, we think about, what, what, you know, what, what would be the first thing that we would do when we get to heaven? And, um, you know, if you just look at biblically what seems like, at least in the book of Revelation, and what most people did when they uh, stood before God, they fell on his feet and they worshipped him. Right. And anyone that had a crown... They always threw it back at his feet. And, you know, really, you know, the crown just symbolized, you know, of course, we're going to get a crown when we get to heaven. But you can look at, like, everything that God has given us. That's, it's just all the talents, all the gifts, anything that a person has. That's just, you know, what God's given to us. And what we are to do is what we're going to do from the begin, from the time you get born again to the time you stand before the Lord Jesus. Is cast everything at his feet and make it. Come under the lordship of Jesus Christ. Right. I was talking to uh, that man I bought the kayak from, you know, and, and I said, I asked him. He was saying he was, you know, he, you know, I'm a pretty good guy. I know God. I'm you know, trying to excuse himself because his conscience was troubled. And I said, well, I can ask you one, one, really one question. I said, and I could, or maybe two or three questions, and pretty much tell you exactly where you're at in life. And I really didn't have to ask a question. He even cursed him at that point. But for his sake, I just wanted to sit here and say, who, what, what music do you listen to? Oh, I listen to this stuff. And who decided you're going to listen to that? Well, me. And who decided? Well, about halfway through the questions, he called on the crowd's coin. Uh, and he's like, before I even said, Jesus has to make all your decisions. He's like, well, God didn't tell you to buy that truck. Uh, I was like, well, I didn't even say anything about God making decisions. I said, but your conscience just opened itself wider. Come on, that's right. Exactly what's going on. That conscience spoke. And I said, I said, no, maybe Jesus didn't come out of the sky and literally tell me, buy that Tacoma truck. I said, but I want you to know, I prayed before I bought that truck, and I had to make sure it was all right with Jesus to buy it. Amen. And I said, and that's how every decision a Christian makes. Sure, there's things that God lets you make decisions on, but everything must come under the Lordship right. of Jesus. Yes. And especially as you grow older, you know, for some of you younger ones here, you know, there's... There, you're going to come into new areas of life as you grow into God. You know, the, one of the unique things about, I think, being raised here, and I've talked to Brother Britt about this, and he, I would say he would agree and would say this, that, you know, one of the unique things about, you know, being raised in a church like this is that, you know, coming, someone who gets born again at 25, they have to surrender everything, but they're already on their own. They probably have, they've got to surrender everything right at that moment. But uh, you, you know, there's some areas of your life that you're not, you don't have to surrender your marriage to Jesus yet. I mean, you do, but it's to get married. 
But you're not in that yet. You know, there's things you're going to face that are going to be new territory. And every time you step into new territory, you've got to surrender that territory to Jesus. And I think that is oftentimes one of the battles we face as young men here in this in this house is that you know we 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 get the victory in one area, we finally get through and, and we overcome. I remember LA Long was a big step for me. And then Brother Timothy can bear witness with LA Long. It was a, that's something God wanted us to get through. God wanted us to learn how to bear up under some pretty intense situations. And uh, right when you think, well, now I'm, I've made it and it's great, and you now he's inherited his own grass business, and, and in that area of his life, you know, it's a, a whole, but now it's a whole new battle. He's got to learn how to manage his own building. Yeah, I know he does manage his own building, but he has to learn now. But he's got to learn how to right. surrender that new ground right. to God. He didn't own a business before, but now right. he owns a business and he's got to answer to God not as a worker for someone, but as a, his owner of a business. Yeah. And there's constantly new ground that we're gaining. And we're going to keep constantly surrendering to the Lord Jesus Christ and make sure that we are lined up with the Word of God and that we're practicing biblical biblical Christianity. Amen. Praise God. It's good preaching. I'm going to stand here tonight. Brother Joshua, close to the prayer. Get about God while I'm doing some work, you know, like it's the literal thought of Jesus in my head, then, uh, you know, maybe I'm in sin. And I don't think that's what that scripture means. You know, I love fishing. I really do enjoy fishing. And, uh, you know, when I get a moment of respite or, thankfully, I love Jesus more than fishing. And so I think it's Jesus first. But I'm yeah. using this as an example. You know, when I get a moment of free time, besides doing something for the Lord Jesus, start thinking about where can I go fishing or where can I can, you know, or I want to go watch a video about fishing or, or I would like to go to Walmart and buy a new bait you know, with the new fairbanks, you know, and that's because I like it. And so my default is to go to what I love. And if you love the Lord Jesus with all of your mind, that's what's going to happen, friend. If you're, if you're pressing into the Lord Jesus, every time you get a chance, there's, you, you may get sidetracked by uh, cutting some grass or doing this or that or whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, your mind is continually going to be going back to the source and the right. fountain of life. Right. And if you're not, if you find yourself, well, you know, I, here it's been three days. I didn't even know for God's reason my Bible. That's bad news, friend. You're cold. You better press in. It ought to be every day, every really often throughout the day. If you're not often thinking of the Lord Jesus and you having your mind brought back to spiritual matters, then you ought to check your spiritual temperature. Right. Well, that's how we can know that we are giving our all to Jesus, is that we, that's our, that's that's the one thing that we go back to, the one thing that we love the most, the one thing that we desire the most. Yeah. 